Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Welcome to Think Tank's Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems, giving real solutions to fix them and to help you scale to the next level. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexa D'Agostino, and I am your host. And today we're going to be discussing how to build trust through your content. Today, I have two of my awesome business partners, Cynthia and Tanya. If you follow us, you probably already know how badass these two women are. Uh, The three of us just built nearly a million dollar business in 60 days. And yes, a lot of that was through content creation, which is such an important piece of building a business. And so today we're talking about literally, in my opinion, I think it's one of the most important things in building a business. And it's content, content, content. Content is king. I know it's like over overused, but I always talk about how you know you have an audience and you have to build content and it has to be consistent. So you're always front of mind. And sometimes, you know, content's really hard because it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, and you don't see results right away. And so people give up. And you know, I, I want to start this conversation off of why content is important. I want to go to you, Cynthia, because I know that you, when you first started your content journey, you gave yourself, I think it was like a 90 day content challenge, right? And you said, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to do it. And I want, I want you to talk about that because it goes to the point of why content is so important. So first of all, I think we need to start reviewing how we look at content, right? I feel like, like you said, because it's such an overused term, people start to take it for granted, right? Forgetting the fact that content, as everyone says, is literally a potential money maker for your business, right? People tend to forget that fact. Think about it like email marketing and all that stuff, right? Um, The best email marketers I know would never say, oh, I didn't get a lead because uh, I I sent an email out today and and I didn't get a lead, so I'm going to stop. But that's the mentality most people approach their content with is, oh, yeah, I didn't get any leads for like a week or two weeks. So I'm going to stop doing content altogether because, again, it's content. Right. So um, haven't got, gotten that out of the way. I would say content changed my life. Y'all, let me put it that way. Right. Content literally changed the trajectory of my life. So I'm very honest in my content for anyone who's interested, wants to take a look. I'm sure Alexa will put up the ad on the screen. Um, I have been, I'm very honest about my journey, right? And I started out on my journey, like Alexa already alluded to, and I literally just gave myself a hundred day challenge. I'm like, okay, all this fuss about content, let me just post on Instagram, right? For a hundred days and see what happens. And there were a few pivotal moments for me on that hundred day journey. One of the pivotal moments came on a day where I didn't share my content as early as I I usually do. And someone reached out to me, they DM'd me and they were like, hey, aren't you going to post today, right? And in that moment, it became less about a 100-day journey for me to see what happens and more about the fact that there are people, real people who are looking forward to what I had to say every day, right? So as someone who has always wanted to position herself as a thought leader, that was like, huh, this is literally a platform. This is literally a pedestal for you to put your thoughts your years of expertise, your experience out there, right? And so I kept going. 
by the end of 100 days, I had grown my page to over 10,000 followers on Instagram. I had started a coaching business. I found a passion that I'd never considered before. I tell people every day, the people that I coach that, and this may be deep, but stay with me. I'm not afraid of dying anymore. Why? Because I finally feel like I'm serving a purpose. Every single day that I get in front of my Zoom and I talk to a student, I feel like I've impacted someone's life. That's happiness. It makes me happy. It makes me feel fulfilled. It all came from sharing so-called content on social media. My relationship with Alexa and Tonya over here also came from sharing content on social media because without making myself visible, they will probably never have found out about me. But I put myself in a place where I had visibility. I was putting my thoughts out there. They knew what I was about. Uh, Alexa, Alexa probably assessed you know, her business and felt like, okay, we need her to fill in that space. All that came from putting my content out there. So yeah, basically don't underestimate the power of content. It has the potential to change lives. And it wasn't just that you were putting content out there. And, you know, I'm going to put Cynthia's uh, Instagram uh, so everybody can see. And for those that are listening and aren't actually watching the video, um, I'll put it in the descriptions. I'll make sure all three of our Instagrams are, are on there. But, you know, I think that for me, what really just stood out clearly was the storytelling in your content. Uh, it was that you were raw. It was that you were authentic, but it was so well written to the point where I was sending my designers, your, your posts and saying, copy this, copy this. Right. And, and that was, I think the most important thing. And it's actually funny. So I'm going to tell a funny story here and you may or may not remember this Cynthia. So I had reached out to Cynthia to do a collaboration post and this all might make sense now. And it was actually not me now that now that Cynthia is like part of the team, she'll know that it was, it wasn't me reaching out to her, but I said to my team, I want to do collaboration posts at least twice a week to grow my account. So they were, you know, writing everybody, talking to people. And I had a writer um, who was doing all of it. And so they, you know, send it off to Cynthia and Cynthia goes and reads through and she goes, Hey, you know, I got to be honest, I'm a little thrown off here, but reading this post, it looked really, really close to this blog right here. And she refused to use it. And I'm sitting there and I just so you know, I fired that person immediately. But that was the moment where I was like, Ooh, this person really cares about her, like her content. She cares about her quality of the stuff, but also that it's her work, that it's not somebody else's integrity. That's what I was looking for. And so I always, we actually never talked about that ever. It's actually funny because months later, we ended up talking about partnering together. And, but that honestly was the moment where I was like, I want to work with her because that like that to me, like to have that integrity to be like, Hey, I'm not posting this content. It's way too close to this other piece of content. It actually really captivated me. And I remember writing you back and I'm like, holy crap. I'm like that just, I don't even know what to say. Right. But that actually was the moment that, that I knew I wanted to partner with Cindy. But if, if you do not follow her, you've got to go follow her because it's storytelling. Like you, you make me want to go to slide 10 to really see what it is. That's interesting, Alexa. Interesting story. So I had no idea it wasn't you. That's the first thing. But I do remember because I have a very like good memory. I remember. And then, yeah, in a couple of months, she was like, yeah, let's work together. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I thought we were going to do a collaboration, right? But then collaboration in a different way, right? But, um, but yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> 
And and don't get it twisted, Cynthia. She had me stalking your Instagram too. She was like, go joke, go check out this girl's Instagram. <laughs> you know, no, I had everybody stalking it. It was yeah. it was so good. Man, her stuff's awesome. You know, and and when we think about why content's so important, you know, content's important because people buy from people at the end of the day, right? And I think when it comes to content, I love the way Cynthia said content. Um, you know, people overthink it, right? They, they immediately drop into that imposter syndrome state where they're like, who cares what I have to say? Like, what am I even going to say? And I think the first thing when it comes to any type of content is to be clear, right? Be clear on who you are, be clear on your values. Start with your own personal brand first. Maybe you don't have a business yet. That's okay. You know, what life experiences can you share, right? What value can you bring and just get clear in your message, right? And with the clarity will, will come, you know, that confidence. And then with that confidence will come that audience and then will come the conversion. So I think that's like what I, the, the part where I say, you know, why content's so, so important. Well, you hit something really important there, right? It, it's about being clear on not just the avatar, but the problems they have. And what's interesting is we're, we're always, when we're creating content, we always talk about, okay, create content that solves problems for the avatar and the people that will be interested in your offer. But it's also look at what happened with Cynthia. She was posting content and it attracted a, a, somebody who wanted to collaborate and develop a business. And now look at us a year later and we just built a million dollar business in 60 days, right? So it's it's an interesting switch on thinking about how content just isn't just for your audience, but it's wider than that. And that's why quality content is so incredibly important. Absolutely. And just, you know, the reason why I was putting in air quotes is people just, it's people misuse the term, oh, your content, oh, content, this, you know, you know what I mean? But it's much more than that. Like we've said, like Alexa has said, like Tonya has said, it's much more than that. It is a tool to put your thoughts out into the world. It is a tool to position yourself as someone who knows what they're saying and like alexa said literally through content oh yeah we just want to post content that's how we met and here we are you know like not even a year after alexa right we built an almost one million dollar business so long story short love the air quotes (laughs) i'm gonna just start air quoting everything you know but I mean, here's the truth. It's like, everybody's always like, well, I, I have to hire a designer. I have to hire this. I have to do that. And, you know, not really like, so I'm going to go into the next question. It's like, do you have to be a writer and a designer to produce good content? And I, I would love to throw that out to both of you to see what you think. The answer is no. First of all, there's so many different tools to use out there. I mean, just use Canva alone, like super user-friendly, you know, templates already made for you. Um, you know, and it, when it comes to copy, right. Or, you, you know, your language, it's going to speak to your audience, right. Because it's you, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's a video or something that you're writing or a quote, like you want it to be coming from your heart, from your mind, from, from your message, right. It goes back to having clarity in your message, you know, and I think a lot of people, um, think that at first, but, you know, we see the opposite. We see people come into our business and right immediately they outsource. They didn't even come up with their own, you know, clarity or their messaging. And then their branding falls off because it's really not them. Right. Or, you know, that messaging is attracting the wrong audience. It's not who they're trying to attract because it's not genuinely them. Right. It's not authentically them. So, you know, definitely not, you don't, you don't need it. What do you think, Cynthia? I agree. I feel like, and I say this over and over again in my content, I go, if you really do what you claim you do, first of all, you never run out of content ideas. And second of all, you can't go wrong. 
as long as you actually practice what you're putting out there, you really can't go wrong with your content. It doesn't have to be overproduced. Canva has made design skills accessible to everyone. There's some of the people we work with, um, Alexa, Antonia, know about who are able to just go in Canva and come up with templates and come up with really, you know, visually ap appealing pieces of, of content, you know? So I definitely don't think you have to have high level design skills. It's all about the message. It's the message you're putting out there. That's what's most important right so if you want to depend on what the content format or the content you know type is too some people just you know everywhere on social media right now across i think across the board on all social media platforms there is a people they're they're leaning toward favoring video content a lot more so even if you can't design you can put yourself in front of the camera to create content content has many forms so yeah the answer to that question is no you don't have to have professional skills to create good content that's it Especially now with all the changes with Instagram and TikTok and, you know, everybody thinks TikTok is just for dancing, but it's, it's, it's not. And this is going to kind of go in between the next question that I have is what platform should you be on? Um, but it's also going to answer the question before as well, because, you know, you have YouTube, Instagram, um, even Facebook and TikTok now that are like the biggest platforms and they're all driving videos. So it's not hard to jump on a Zoom or put a camera on you and produce videos now. And it's so it, people are like, I don't know, ideas, ideas. And I, I mean, Tanya, you talk about how to create ideas every day, right? It's looking at other people. It's just talking about what you know. You know, what I do sometimes is I literally just put a bunch of questions and I'll just sit in front of my camera and just answer. The other thing too, is like, just look at the comments. People are going to be commenting on your stuff and asking questions or giving you different ideas for different content that you want uh, to, to talk about. So have the confidence and, and remind yourself you are good. You are people do want to hear from you. You can help people. And if you remember those three things, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable jumping on a camera and producing it. You don't have to have actually TikTok. I've actually tried produce videos and non-produce videos. And the videos where I literally am just holding my camera like this, go viral way faster than any of my produced videos so you don't have to have production you don't have to have anything there's there's like barely any captions in tiktok either right so you don't have to have long captions or anything um so anybody can create content just talk about what you know it's really that easy absolutely I agree. So let, let's talk about platforms, because obviously, you know, I think that one of the, the biggest issues that people have is, you know, everybody's so quick to oh, let me go get my username on every single platform. And, and personally, I think it looks terrible when you have something, a username on a platform, but then there's no content on it. I think that's one of the worst things you could do. But you know, Obviously, I am on everything, but I wasn't always right. So we just launched this podcast. I, I didn't I waited, I could have had a podcast six, 12 months ago, and I, I couldn't do it because I wanted to focus. And so one of the most important things that I think is, you know, focusing in on first one platform, get good at that one platform, build an audience, get used to posting consistently, if you can post consistently and build an audience on one platform, then it's easier for you to then post on other platforms, but everybody always thinks, oh, I could just take my uh, IG or my YouTube video and post it all across everything. No, you can't. <laughs> um, every single platform has different audiences. You look at like, you know, Instagram, they love behind the scenes. They love the more formal videos uh, where YouTube, they like more of the, the Q&A or, or the more um, keyword driven videos, like how to videos, right? Where podcast is more Q&A and more kind of 
casual conversations. And then you look at, you know, Facebook, like they love live, they love things live and to hear you talking off the cusp, right? Where TikTok is a little bit more informal and more fun. So every platform is different. And the strategy of just posting one thing across all this doesn't work. So in saying that, what what do both of you think? Like what, if I'm just starting out, what's the platform? I think it depends on your audience, right? And this is like my academic side thinking, because a while I was at, when I was at school, I did this research on, you know, the different generations and the kinds of content, the kinds of entertainment they lean toward. And based on that training, it depends. It, the first thing to think about is where is my audience? Where are the people who I'm trying to reach out to, right? And uh, right now, based on my obser- observations, majority of like, you know, millennials to younger millennials tend to be on Instagram, right? Boomers tend to be on Facebook, right? And this is just like rough. These are just like rough estimates. Uh, Gen Z tend to be on TikTok, although older generations are getting more and more into TikTok right now as well. But that's just like, a, that's the starting point. That's, the, that's, that's one way to start to approach it when trying to decide what platform you should start on. Another thing to think about is what are my capabilities? What, what's, what's my capacity, right? So we just talked about TikTok. TikTok is all video, right? So if you're not a person who's very comfortable being in front of the camera all the time or doesn't have the bandwidth for it or whatever your reason might be, TikTok may not be the best place for you to start, right? So it's funny. I have a, I have a background in, you know, I, I, Hollywood. I worked in Hollywood. I was a director, producer, all that stuff, working in front of them behind the cameras. But sometimes getting in front of a camera to like, you know, do some, something scripted is very, feels very cumbersome and tedious for me, right? So I found this beautiful form of putting my thoughts out there without getting in front of a camera. And that format is best suited for Instagram. So boom, Instagram is where I grew my audience, first of all, right? So uh, I started to use carousels, quote cards. So that's something that allowed me to put my thoughts out there without necessarily have to, having to get dressed up every time I get it in front of the camera. So again, thinking about what your strengths are, what your capabilities are, and figuring out what platform best suits your, you and what you do. And um, again, I know it's more complex than that. So I'll, take, I'll let Tonya take it over from here. No, I love that, Cynthia. And it's true. And I think it's so easy to get overwhelmed with, with how many different platforms. And to, to kind of, on the opposite side, say, you know, somebody might be sitting here listening and saying, well, I don't have an audience or I don't know where my audience, I don't have an offering just yet. And it is, is exactly what you said, where you're comfortable for sure. But I think the most important point is pick one, right? Pick one starting out, don't get overwhelmed, master it, right? But have a strategy. Don't go in blinds, like be clear on your messaging, have a strategy and grow your audience there before you start to look at other platforms. Because in that, you know, you you grow your audience and then you find your passion and your purpose, just like you did, right, Cynthia? So, you know, you might not have the audience yet. You might not have your offering yet, but definitely just honing in on one and getting comfortable with it and building your skill set from there. For sure. I agree. And everyone starts at zero. Just to add that before going back to Alexa, because some people are like, oh yeah, I don't have an, I started at zero too. Everyone starts at zero, right? But then you grow, you grow as the more consistent you are with whatever your efforts are, the more you grow. 
Well, consistency is is the most important thing there, right? And and sometimes we are not disciplined uh, and we don't hold ourselves accountable to be consistent because not being consistent, it's it's and, and I'm not saying your audience is like, oh, Cynthia is disrespectful, she hasn't shown up, right? But like think about how many people have called you out, Cynthia, for not being consistent lately. And yep. it's you're not consistent because you're killing it, right? But but it, it also begs the question of like even when you're killing it, you've got to be consistent, right? Because God forbid all, all this goes away and all the millions of dollars we're building right now all of a sudden snap goes away, you've now lost trust in your audience because you haven't been consistent, right? So we could even learn from our own lessons sometimes, right? It's 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 important to, to think about. So so such a good topic today. And so thank you both for, for being here. We're going to talk a lot about content. And so we're going to talk a lot about sales. We're going to talk a lot about content. All of these things are important to building your business and getting it to the next level because all these things matter because there's a lot of moving pieces in building a business. It's not easy of just snapping your fingers and all of a sudden you have, you know, a million dollar business. So for all all of you that are listening, you can listen to all of our podcasts. You can go to our website, thinktankcoaching.com. Think is with a Y, just note that. Um, interested in, in having us help you grow your business? We have an awesome coaching program, unlike anything that's out there. You could drop us an email um, at support at thinktankcoaching.com to learn more, or you can go to our website um, and also learn more there. So thank you both, and uh, I'll see everybody next week. Well, I'm going to